Hi everyone, welcome to September, well welcome to the uh, September forecast of triplicity. Uh, this In this episode, Deja, Jared, and John, we will be talking about the astrology of September, which is pretty mellow compared to the astrology of August. Um, it's also our first episode since our last forecast because scheduling is hard and Mars and Taurus sucked. So... <laughs> Um, but here we are back better than ever and ready to talk about the astrology of September. <laughs> oh, and also this is our first like forecast together was September of 2021. So we're. So we're a full year of forecasting together and we've, we've, consistently done it like we we've really forecasted like every month like for the past year yeah um, and have predicted some pretty wild things <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like have come back the following months and been like wide-eyed and a little scared about yeah, and goat. yeah. <laughs> yeah like um yeah so august some things i mean like coming into September and out of August, like one of the things that we talked about consistently on this podcast is like Mercury Pluto aspects being student loan stuff. Mm. Um, and we just had the announcement about the forgiveness of student loan debt, um, which I'm like really excited about. It's like $300 billion of debt. That's disproportionately going to middle class Americans and almost completely excludes America's wealthiest citizens. So like, a good thing oh. for me <laughs> <laughs> work um yeah i obviously it's a good thing is it enough money no like is no. there more money they could no. be could they get rid of all of it absolutely right right easily uh, um they did it so they would so you, they could buy your vote and like yep. yeah it probably worked however <laughs> i think if we continue to pressure them we can get all of it taken more away. yeah during the mercury pluto conjunction that's right. Right as Pluto is starting to shift signs. Mm. You know? And we get Mercury stop. retrograde kind of over that point. Like... Please stop. Please stop. <laughs> Anytime Pluto and Aquarius is brought up, Deja has like a visceral reaction. I shut down. I shut down. Mm-mm. I'm not ready. I'm not... Oh, <laughs> ooh, question for both of you. Which do you think is worse? Saturn going over a stellium, hitting like all of your personal planets no luminaries though or saturn going through as well i'm trying to like distance myself from the question as much as i can but it's for me and i already asked twitter so i just want to hear your opinions <laughs> the friend is i i think um, it's saturn going over a stellium personally because it was also saturn domicile but also saturn in the 12th but also Saturn transits are oh, they're like they're sucky, but they end up being pretty okay. So for me personally, yeah, and I just think about um, like a Saturn transit through the twelfth house could be worse than a stellium, but like it would have to be activated in some way as like a twelfth mm-hmm. house transit experience. Otherwise, to me, like a transit through a cadent house is probably going to be like not super felt because it is a cadent house. Right. Um, 
whereas planets over <laughs> a stellium is a planet affecting the ruler of multiple houses in your chart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so that I feel like is going to be more visible in your life. I was like, unless you have like your ascendant Lord in the 12th, I think that the stellium is going to be worse. And especially in your case, Deja, because not only is it conjunct, like conjoining your stellium, it's also opposing your moon. Yes. And yeah. So I think it's like the double whammy of those things. Yeah. Really. Oh, wow. Saturn is hitting one of my luminaries. That's hilarious. I forget these things sometimes. I mean, I knew it. Like, the opposition just happened like last week. Um, and some stuff oh, the, happened. The, the exact opposition? Yeah, the second time. The first time, it was in like March, I think. And it just kind of like, it, it was the Saturn-Mars conjunction was exactly opposite my moon. And it like walked by. And I was Wait, like, but that makes sense because of your natal Saturn and the phase of your natal Saturn. That's true. Oh, right. Like, because your natal Saturn is like turning direct, right? So yeah, the but- Saturn current transit is closer to your natal Saturn's. Like, yeah, that makes than sense. It was back in March. The phase of Saturn sense. now. That makes sense. It was like fully the opposite phase back in March when it first happened. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. <sighs> We're kicking it. We're killing it. I mean, yeah, Saturn transits to personal planets suck. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it has. Yeah. <laughs> Sa- Saturn it has. opposite moon fucking sucks. No, it like. has. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be one of those things that I'm not going to really realize until after Saturn is like firmly in Pisces. And I'm like, that, whoa. Yeah. It's okay. It's fine. It's fun. It'll make for it's good fun. content. Somebody out there cares. <laughs> make for good content. <laughs> I can brand this. Yeah. We're like six months till Saturn and Pisces. Also. Let's go. Let's go. I'm excited. I think it's going to be relatively okay. I'm just excited for Saturn to like get out of domicile. Like just yeah. be a little less. Be a little, turn it down. Turn it down a little. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, and in the domicile of a benefic. It's and it's sect baked benefic, right? Like Yep, that's what I was thinking, yeah. Because Saturn and Saps is like, you know, I remember that. But it was like, you can do it. And I was like, oh, you're right. <laughs> so true. <laughs> and then Saturn and Capricorn was like, you literally can't. Yeah, you can't. you can't, and not only you can't, you shouldn't and yep. you won't. <laughs> you won't. <laughs> what you wanna Ooh. do. Isn't necessarily what you're gonna do. That's right. Yep. Damn, that was a, this has been this has been like a slap in the face for four years. It's just like, we're not done I yet. Think, like, I have to speak to the nature of Saturn. The fact that it's the only planet, I guess, that like double domicile back to back, and it's the law. Lo- it's like moves the slowest. Yeah. So we have like six years of Saturn domicile, and then he's like, "Fuck you" for like twenty years. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's like, imagine having, yeah, that's like, and I mean, it's the same way in other techniques that use Saturn, right? Outside of just like its transit, even like zodiacal releasing for Saturn. Like mm-hmm. if you hit a Saturn sign in level one ZR, like you're, you're that's where you are for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, Saturn. 
What a dude. What a, what a guy. <laughs> this is funny. I was reading the Saturn in the Capricorn Sphere and Sundry series today because I was like, maybe, you know, maybe. And it was, it was, it was like, I mean, not. <laughs> but it's just hilarious but i'm like you know i'm kind of thinking about it and like for very like intentional use mm-hmm. this would not be uh every saturday let's do the damn thing no 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 this is like uh once a year probably sort of thing. and it would be like alongside something else because i just a lot feel of like, the esoteric <laughs> yeah no 100 because that would be that would be dreadful otherwise i feel like yeah september september <laughs> september hell yeah all right well um i mean like i think the big thing that like for me september starting off with um is kind of this like we get this relationship of um mars mercury and jupiter and that's like mm-hmm. kind of how the month kicks off with this transit of so we have Mars in Gemini. Mars is now in Gemini. I'm glad that Mars is out of Taurus. I'm glad that Mars is aspecting Jupiter again, aspecting its um its domicile in Aries again. Um so you know, like getting this at the initial Jupiter Mercury opposition at the same time as Mars is kind of in that sextile trine position in Gemini. Um I don't know. I like it. It's like a uh, really productive communication. Like it, it feels really productive uh, mm-hmm. to be done, but with, yeah, I don't, I don't hate that. Neither. I think it's fun. <laughs> I think it's fun. <laughs> it's a little exciting. You know, I just, I don't know. I feel like it's, um, <laughs> annoyingly inspiring and, with a hint of courage. But, like, I also feel like it's funny because I feel like, uh, and you think that there's something else later in the month. I think the moon is somewhere making a trine to both Mars and Saturn. Um, and I feel like it's just so interesting how now there's, like, this, in, this like, mix of, like, energy and, like, dispersion. And it's not so much of, like, a concentrated thing or also, like, tough aspects with tough planets making those tough aspects so it's kind of like we're in flow here and some things are dynamic but the dynamic things are kind of nice so yeah there's lots of um diurnal energy in the sky right now like the only planet that's not in a diurnal sign is the sun right now. Mm. The diurnal planet is the only planet on a diurnal sign. Yeah. Aside from the moon. Like, yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, which is why this could feel like a more productive time. Um, mm. Because there's like more... Um, it's like, it's not so much... Like, this isn't a planning phase anymore. No. Like, things are set <laughs> into motion. Happening. Yeah. 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 Lots of movement. Hey, Mars will get us moving. That's right. Mars will get us moving. So, and I like that. And I like Mars um, in, we talked about this in our pre-show chat, but Mars and Gemini ruling, having this relationship with Jupiter and Aries um, still. And like 
getting that exuberance back a little bit that I feel like was definitely mm-hmm. lost with Mars and Taurus. <laughs> Ooh, that was so uncomfortable. I felt like a very like intense shift. I was like, oh, Mars and Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was like electrifying. It was so interesting. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for like, for me this year, all the Mercury, because I'm Mercury's, you know, my, my perfection ruler mm. this year, have just been like so loud. Except for Libra. I, or like it hasn't moved in there yet. It will move in there in like a few hours. But generally, like the day of the ingress, I will start to like feel it. And I have, it still feels like very Virgo to me right now. So, mm. yeah. That makes sense though. We're in shadow. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's like a, a very much a sense of like, not done with, <laughs> with Virgo. Yeah. <laughs> not shadow. Oh. Putting a pin in it. <laughs> Literally. What? Table that. We'll get, we'll get that. <laughs> it's like Mercury walked in and was like, you know what? I'm not even going to deal with this right now. Literally. I need Venus's help for whatever is going on mm-hmm. in Virgo right now. So mm. I'm going to come back when Venus is here. <laughs> and, and we're going to work on this together. <laughs> it's so sweet. Oh, this is going to be a fine retrograde. I say now, hopefully. You know. I, I say now. <laughs> I mean, Mercury retrogrades in general are kind of like whatever, you know. They happen so frequently. It's hard mm-hmm. for me to yeah. see them as like super Anything. detrimental yeah well and the good thing about this one is that it has multiple jupiter aspects like we get the mercury mm-hmm. jupiter, the first mercury jupiter opposition on september 2nd and then we get the second one it's like the 20th or something later on in the month and so mercury will basically be you know into contact with the greatest benefic for most of the retrograde and then when he moves back into virgo like he's in virgo so like and with <laughs> with so fine. Venus, like <laughs> right yeah <laughs> They have help regardless. So yeah. that's nice. Oh, that's exciting. Sorry. I just got really excited. I just, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, wait, that's okay. No, that's good. That's yeah. good. Have fun with that. Mercury's got aspect with the diurnal, the diurnal benefic while it's in the, while it's in the diurnal sign. And it's got the nocturnal benefic while it's in the nocturnal sign. Cute. I'm also thinking back to um so we've got mercury jupiter and saturn these three triplicity lords of air um and we've got them coming into contact again obviously not this month because mercury is going to go retrograde and be in virgo but by sign when it goes into libra we are aspecting with saturn and jupiter so we've got all three triplicity lords of whatever's going on in air signs in your chart Mm. Um, like the judging table is coming together. What's interesting is that we have Mercury and Jupiter who are in opposition to one another and Saturn is having to play the mediator between the two. Mm. And it's going to be, and it's Which is more, just like accurate. Yeah. Like, and it's yeah. going to be way more helpful for Mercury <laughs> as Mercury's exaltation Lord and diurnal mm. triplicity Lord. Mm. Um, it's going to be way more beneficial for the mercurial things and less for the Jupiter things. So this is like a good time to like, write and be details it's maybe a little bit more difficult to like for this to be a super spiritual mercury retrograde right yeah 
be fun. Yeah. Should be cute. Um, yeah, so we have the Mercury-Jupiter opposition on the second, and then Mars goes into shadow, right? Oh, yeah. On the third. Third? Yeah. Yeah. Eight, Gemini? Yep. Yeah. That's where it's going to station direct in... Mars? No, it can't be Mars. It has to be like... Mars is out. Yeah, Mars is the end. Yeah. 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 I was like, no way. Uh, I think it's January. I think it's like January, the second week of January. Yeah, Jan 13. That's just so long. Like it just, I just think about how much ground Mars covers during his retrogrades, and it's just mind blowing. It's like, massive. It's yeah, it's wild. It's insane to me. I don't under. I just don't. Why? <laughs> yeah. So whatever, but no, it'll be fine, I guess. So keep your eye out in your in your lives. Check your check your Gemini house. This is where Mars retrograde is happening. Get super familiar and comfy with that. And start keeping tabs on all the things, the conflict that comes up in this area of your life. This is when Jared and I are going to have our knife fight. Yelling. <laughs> I'm yelling. Oh, Saturn's on Mercury side. You're going to win. <laughs> screaming. That's hilarious. <laughs> Best of luck to you both. <laughs> May the odds be ever. <laughs> I end up in the hospital because it's my 12th house. <laughs> mm. I don't know what happened. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Hmm. It'll be fun uh, mm-hmm. to sit with, you know, Mars retrogrades in your life previously. See, see what type of experience those have for you. Yeah. And I mean, this the last Mars retrograde was in Aries. And so, you know, we're looking at, like, what was happening during, like, the worst part of the pandemic for you. <laughs> that was, like, the last time Mars was in this phase. Um, it's awful. Yeah, I just remember the day that Mars ingressed into Aries. Or maybe it was the day Mars stationed retrograde. I can't remember. Um, there was, like, forest fires were crazy. And it was, like, there was, like, pictures and everything. It looked like the surface of Mars. Red, everything was yeah. red. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah, that was a wild. I think that was the ingress. Yeah, I think it was the ingress. Everyone was like, "Hmm, the sky is red as Mars ingresses into Aries." <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Also, I saw on the news the other day. Apparently, watching this is actually something I totally forgot. Watching the news is actually kind of interesting when you know astrology. It's I don't know why I underestimate it, but anyway, it was on casually, and they were talking about how Twitter there was a whistleblower. Uh, someone who was like the head of security was like whistle blue and said that like Twitter users are like should be afraid. Not should at be risk. afraid. But should, yeah, they're yeah. They're at risk. So you should definitely be careful. I don't know. Something about privacy and data, you know, don't let them have your data. You know that's and he said that everybody's at like you all should be very alarmed. There's enormous is egregious discrepancies. I think that's what though. I think. You know, I agree that that's probably true. I also just think that at this point in like our cyber dystopian future that we are currently (laughs) living in, that like your identity and information being stolen and used nefariously is just like part of being a human being at this point. (laughs) Yeah. 
Really? <laughs> like, so I'm just kind of like, yeah, my identity got stolen. And in other news, the earth is 70% water. Like, <laughs> I'm yelling. I'm yelling. Oh my God. Wait, did I tell you guys about my coworker that we discovered is like a firm flat earther? <gasps> no. Oh yeah. Like full. He's like, you can see the edge. when you're Oh there. Jesus like, Christ. <laughs> but he also claims to be like, claims to practice astrology. I was like, that no literally no. proves that the earth is round. It's like the whole point is <laughs> that like it's all just a bunch of round circles just doing circle around. things. I cannot. No. No, that's not allowed. <laughs> oh, there's also something else that was like super asinine that he like legit I have uh, I'm good, I don't remember, but something like very <laughs> clearly no. oh moon landing he doesn't think the moon landing is real like legitimately it's like we have never been to the moon and we will never go to the moon never ever damn I was like why shut up I'm yelling it's not that far like, it's not that far it's not that if far if we're gonna it's go like right there you can see it right there <laughs> I don't understand like 26 why. out of 30 days of the month you can see her very well <laughs> <laughs> but okay but I granted, I don't. I don't think I was, we definitely were not. I was like, I was about to say, I don't think I was alive during the moon landing. And I was like, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. But I think the only thing I've ever heard about it was my mom being like, people think that the first moon landing was fake because it looked like a TV set. But my mom also has Scorpio rising, so. But like, I don't know. Maybe the I don't know. I I haven't really. But people were like just getting television in their homes, so like Uh, anything on a TV was gonna be like, like, "Whoa, this looks hilarious!" Hilarious. (laughs) I've never seen anything like this before. Yelling, yelling. Yeah, that makes sense. It's hilarious. Okay. We, we, we've been to the moon. We've been to the moon. Venus and Virgo? to the moon every night. Just Yelling. <laughs> Just a scent. Venus does go into Virgo. That's next. Yep. September 4th. Mm-hmm. Beyonce's birthday. Fallen Ooh. Venus. Beyonce's, Beyonce's birthday. Oh, right. Hmm. Fallen Venus. Fallen Venus. Let's go. I like Venus and Virgo. I really like Venus and Virgo a lot. Like yeah. triplicity. Um, it is my favorite debilitated planet. Yeah. yeah. Um, and actually, what was I reading? Maybe on Patreon, maybe the Horai Project posted some translation that was talking about um, the planets being harmed by being in the sign of their fall. And how Venus is harmed the least by being in the sign of her fall because mm. she's like trying Taurus, like you know, in triplicity, like you know, yeah. really likes being an Earth sign. It's like this is like, a, and it not only trying Taurus, like fifth from Taurus, um, it's like so that kind of rejoicing condition. Yeah, yeah. I, I love Venus and Virgo. Like, what are you gonna yeah, do? Pretty. Make a really cool, pretty pattern. Love it. You <laughs> can do knit. Yeah. Pattern clashing, I'm into it. Love it. I'm into it. <laughs> no, it's fun. And we get that um that nice for um it's not like a technical mutual reception, but between Venus and Mercury. 
while they're in each other's signs, that exchange mm. of domicile. Yeah. Um, which is, I don't know, gorge. Love. Mercury and Venus interaction is just like, mwah. it's it's gay, it's gorge. I love it. I, I agree. Yeah, it's very like, let's get together, hold hands, sing and kiss. Like, very Mercury. Mercury, Venus, like, uh, in oh, each yeah. other's signs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's get together, hold hands, kiss. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Talk sweet things mm-hmm. and flirt a lot. Yeah, flirt and text each other cute emojis and... Yep. That's so fun. Fun. Yeah, Venus and Virgo. I love it. Yeah. Look at your Virgo house. It's getting like little Venus blessings. Now, remember like this is the fall of Venus. So like what I I think about like Venus and Virgo like falls into like a bed and is like, oh, I've fallen. Now I'm reclined. That's not terrible. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't oh, mind. No. Being, I, I don't mind being I horizontal. <laughs> what am I to do? But wait for my prince to come save me? Yeah, literally. Very that. Yeah, like, oh, Venus. She's the best. Um, we do get Venus, Mars, square perfecting happening while she's in Virgo. Oh, yeah. Not the best, but. Mars and Gemini, yeah. It's the only, like, really not so good thing that happens to her. Yeah. And a good thing it happens early. True. Yeah. Right? Yeah, the 16th, midway. So too shabby? Yeah, it's, it's, like, crazy to me, like, how fast Mars moves through Gemini and then feels like, like, slams on the brakes, throws mm-hmm. it in reverse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yanks back through Gemini, <laughs> slams on the brakes, throws it back into drive, and then just like takes <laughs> off again. Yeah. Oh God. Because like in two weeks, Mars is going to be, I guess in three weeks from now, Mars is going to be halfway through Gemini. Mm. And I just feel like a planet that's in a sign that it's going to station retrograde in should not be moving that fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Mars does not play games. Does not play games. Does not. September 10th, full moon, right? Oh, Mercury Station, Judge. Oh, Mercury Station, the full moon. Yeah. Yeah. Mercury Mercury Station, retrograde. Hell yeah. Regular old things. (laughs) Yeah. It's a thing that happens three times a year. We've had two so far that have started in air signs and moved back into earth signs. This This is the last one. Yeah, there'll mm-hmm. be an Earth, Earth, Earth from now on. Be an on. Earth for the next three or four, yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. Get our hands dirty. Yeah, I, always, I do get, like, the image Mercury retrograde in Earth sign is, like, literally, like, putting your hands into dirt. Mm-hmm. Like. That's fun. Yeah. And then with Venus there, it's, like, now make a nice sculpture out of the dirt. Mm. Yeah, out of the mm-hmm. clay and mud. Like mud pies. Mm-hmm. If you're a child. <laughs> what? We're an adult. No. Adults can make mud pies. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I just stopped after the age of like, I don't even know. But it's very fun. I think we all should do it. Or like, oh, ooh, ooh, maybe like, um, you said sculpture. I was going to say like clay. <laughs> so weird. Like 
like pottery yeah something cute like that that could be fun or ooh, maybe since it's virgo you can do wait mercury's retrograde right 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 yeah <laughs> you could do like those uh you know people like make those like mini things for like mini houses and they have like everything is super tiny you can do that. <laughs> i feel like that'd be so cute they like fun. carve a castle out of a grain of rice or something right. like crazy right. like that. Exactly. I that would like that be really such cute. A cute. Little project. Yeah. You know. Everyone's uh I mean it's going through my fourth, so I literally could make a miniature house. <laughs> Tiny home. Tiny yeah. home. <laughs> I love that. Fun. And then the full moon in Pisces. Mm. Mm. Gorge. <laughs> Despite being square Mars, uh, I'm pretty excited for this full moon. It's it's with my like my natal Mars is you know at what nine Pisces, so it's like near my natal Mars. So like cool, I get a martial moon. Um, but like I don't know, like I just I really like the moon in Pisces a lot. Like I just it feels like a place to trip and like just have wild dreams and like crazy fantasies i just i like it a lot it's also like a really from like an electional standpoint if you like if you could get the moon pretty full with cancer rising and like the moon on the midheaven like that wow hmm you get Jupiter in the 10th, Mercury, and Mercury is stationing, but it's in the 4th. Malefics are in dark houses. Like, it's just really good. It's nice. Hmm. It'll be fine. <laughs> I think I'm, like, becoming more firm on... I don't know. I try to see the good in things. In Pisces, your feelings Pisces. towards Pisces. I'm, I try so hard. I try so hard. I get it. I really do. Um, I just always worry. I'm so. I'm always worried. I'm like ah, because it's always like goodness masked behind evil, and I'm like, <laughs> or like no mass masking evil. Sorry, and yeah. I'm like ah, and it's really difficult. It's really. I don't know. I've been in this funky ex- exploration of figuring out Jupiter rolling the 12th. I don't know how Aries and Cap Risings do it. It's interesting life we live. But no, it's a cute full moon. I, I think that Pisces, it's nice for like floating away and yeah. sleeping. A lot of sleeping. It's my favorite activity, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As oh, a tourist. <laughs> with a cancer how was, moon <laughs> how was the uh, Mars Rahu Uranus nonsense for both of you I like forgot that that happened but I guess that was Mars and Taurus but oh no I mean we don't have to talk about the exact it. date because I thought about it again and I was like actually I don't really want to think about that time so we can move on sorry and <laughs> That was. I mean, for me, it's just been like starting this new job. Yeah, everything has been that. When was that? Yeah, what was that? Was that in August? Oh yeah, it was like July thirty one, August one. Yeah. 
Yeah, no. Okay, back to September. <laughs> Summon to Libra. Or does something happen in, in that the week of the 11th at all? Um, well, we get another Jupiter-Mercury opposition. Oh, yeah. Which is just kind of like, it's, it's, I don't, I don't feel like that opposition ever stopped happening from yeah. when it started happening at the beginning of the month. Right. Um, it's just moving back into the degree. Um, so that's the 18th. Fun. Yeah. And we get the Venus Mars square around then too on the 15th. Hmm. It's a bit uncomfortable. It's on the 16th. Yeah. So it'll be fine. So that happens. Hmm. Yeah, and then Libra season. Happy birthday to the Libras. The September Libras. Media Mercury Kazemi. Mm-hmm. That's Fun. 14 minutes of Libra. <laughs> Just barely. Hmm. I like this little cluster of like Libra newness that's happening. Like the Mercury Kazemi and then the new moon in Libra. And then we have a Venus Kazemi in Libra. It's cute. Mercury stations direct. Oh, no, no. And, and Virgo. I don't know. Go Libra. Yeah, I mean, it's Libra season. It's like, I mean, technically, it's the fall of the sun, right? So we get the sun. And this, I actually like, because you can actually use the, like, analogy of falling and, like, coming down when the sun goes into Libra. Because mm-hmm. at this point in the zodiac is where the sun crosses our equator and begins to come south. So if you're in the northern hemisphere and you're like looking at the sun, what you're observing at this point is now the sun is going to start to appear during the day lower and lower and lower in the sky. Um, and at this point, the night also becomes longer than the day. Mm-hmm. That handoff. It's also literally when fall starts. <laughs> when the sun enters its fall yeah it's fall <laughs> my favorite it's when the seasons change mm-hmm. and that's my favorite thing about astrology is when this how the seasons change um according to the the sun but then also like the type of season that we're in like leo season it's consistently hot and you know it's going to be hot and like mm-hmm. virgo seasons we have a hot day today but maybe We'll get a little peek into like the sixties for fall, you know. There's a peek. There's a peek. And then Libra season, fall begins. And then Scorpio, it's always fall. It's so. cold and dark and shitty. Right. It's cute. I think it's like a little fun thing. Astrology IRL. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wild. well, that's like. I mean, that's definitely. It's like how it started, right? Like, imagine mm-hmm. like not knowing how the seasons work. And you suddenly have the ability to predict when the seasons are changing. Like that's a huge, like ability yeah. to have. Um, yeah. So wild. Why we have astrology? It's like literally yeah. the reason. Mm. It's almost but like humans if... were smart this whole time. No. Yeah, and it's and it's almost like can't be connecting to <laughs> the natural world. Yep leads to a gained intelligence mm-hmm. <laughs> like wrong absolutely <laughs> who would have thought odd stuff cute yay libra i love libra season 
<laughs> Yay, Libra. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mercury Kazemi, uh, midpoint of Mercury retrograde, fun, cute, and then goes back into Virgo, like, shortly after. hmm And then, oh, is with Venus. Yes. Yep. And Mercury the moon, right? Because there's a new moon. The moon and Venus should be there when Mercury pulls up. Uh, yeah, because there's a new moon on the 25th of September <laughs> in Libra. <laughs> So true. <laughs> uh, that'll be nice. That'll be nice. It's like a nice. It's like a nice sign ch- change, I guess. A nice, a nice. Well, if you want an to like get rid of like old documents or like clutter, this balsamic moon separating mm. from mm. Venus and applying to Mercury is the one. She wants you like to that. get rid of shit. Her baby. <laughs> Love that. Okay. And then the new moon in Libra. Opposite Jupiter. Just another series of cardinal moons in like very tight, hard aspect to Jupiter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think it's interesting that the Mercury Venus conjunction that's happening is like really close to Venus's maximum degree of fall. Mm. Oh yeah, true. Hmm. And I just think it's, that that's it's at the maximum degree of fall. It's at twenty six. Is it at twenty six? It's Hell at 20- yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's opposite. Great, cool. That whoa, twenty six forty seven. Oh god. Okay. All right. Not 2647. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm yelling. Yeah, let's see. Fun times. Okay. And then finally. Oh, wait. Are we done on the new moon and Libra? Do we have any other thoughts on that? New beginnings. Cute. Fun. Yeah, and it's it's really <laughs> tightly asked. We talked about this in our pre-show chat. Is that it's really tightly aspecting Jupiter, mm-hmm. and it's a continuation of the story because the new moon that was in Cancer um, was really tightly aspecting Jupiter as well. So it's that continuation of that. Um, so if you are kind of looking for like continuity in the story of this like Jupiter and Aries that we've been experiencing, you might go back and look at that new moon that was in Cancer during Cancer season. Um, see what was kind of starting up around there. There might be a continuation of that um, with this new moon in Libra. Very cute stuff. I like how Kelly Sartis says Libra. 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 <laughs> it's the best. It's very, like regal. I'm mm-hmm. like, yes. I love the way she says everything. Literally yeah, <laughs> You're right. I love Kelly Sartis. <laughs> Bernards. The Nards. The Nards. <laughs> oh, no. I catch myself saying that sometimes. <laughs> and people are like, what? I'm like, nothing to worry about it. Worry about it. So <laughs> it's a funny thing. It's a funny thing. You wouldn't get it. You wouldn't understand. 
the girls who get it get it. The girls who don't. No. <laughs> they just don't. Cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Any other thoughts on the month of September? I just uh, realized. Venus into Libra at the very end. Mars and Taurus has manifested oh. for me. <laughs> oh, no. No, please just finish what you're saying. I will remember to talk about this. <laughs> I was just saying we have one more thing in September, and that's Venus into Libra at the very mm-hmm. end. Hell fucking yes. Which is like, yeah, Venus into Domicile. It's great. So yeah. excited. Fun stuff. Yay. <laughs> Um, Mars and Taurus for me was being on all these fucking Twitter spaces. I was on a Twitter, like an astro Twitter space, like every, basically every night. And a lot of you bitches don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, like. I, oh my God. I'm yelling. No, I think I, I went into one and texted you and was like, what are we talking like, about? Why is nobody talking about this? And I was like, I, I gave up. <laughs> No, I've met so many. I've met so many amazing people through them, like actually good astro friends. But just like people will be like, I'm hosting a space about this thing, and I'm like, I don't even think you know what that is. And yeah. you definitely don't want to talk about it to other people who don't know what it is. Yeah, I think people oh, need yeah. to really, really learn what Black Moon Lilith is before they start talking about it <laughs> astronomically. You need to learn what it is yeah. before you start to delineate it. <laughs> what really? What really? I, I'm, I'm done. Sorry, that was really pointed. What really irks me Ooh. is when you start to talk about the nakshatras, and I'm like, you legitimately don't know anything. Like, Damn. read a book, read a single article. Please just don't make shit up. Like, it really bothers the shit out of me. Damn. But yeah, that was that was Mars and Taurus for me. Absolutely. Hidden enemies. Virtual enemies. <laughs> I can't be on Twitter during Mars and Gemini. Slash, I'm going to try my best to stay away from Twitter. I don't want to delete it because I'm going to lose my drafts and I do not, I have drafts from when I, I've been on Twitter for forever and I'm not losing that. <laughs> but like, ugh, I can't do it. And it's just, it's, I'm just going to get mad. I just, I, I can't do it. I want to so bad. Cause I have so many thoughts. I, I can't, I just can't. I think you should just make a bunch of drafts during Mars and Gemini and then tweet them all at Later. once after Mars and Gemini. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let Mars and Gemini finish, and then next March just be like, yeah. "Here's the dump of all the thoughts that I had about you people during the past six months." That's a good idea because there's a lot of things <laughs> I want to say. And you can make you can make like a virtual bird book. Yes, I love that. That's a great idea. Yeah, because some people. Yeah, no, I no, I just don't even. I just I didn't even I got really close. I got, like the day that Mars ingressed or I think it was like the day after and I was like oh I'm about to go off and if I keep, if I stay here it's gonna be really bad <laughs> wild stuff but it's okay I'm dog sitting sorry random but I'm dog sitting and it's interesting because I think my aunt it's my aunt's dog and that's my eighth in Scorpio so it's Mars and so it was interesting when he was here before when Mars was in Taurus and like it was <laughs> it was very enjoyable to remember. I love Cosmo, he's great. But like 
then when Mars is in, now that Mars is in Gemini, it's, he is like, we've been trying to get him to go to the bathroom outside. Um, and he's finally been doing it. We had to like change locations so and he did it. So it was pretty cool. But yeah. Random little tidbit. Why is that your, wait, why are you talking about your eighth for that? Because, just that? uh, I just derived from the third and then six mm. from three. Other people's, like your. My aunt's. Like aunt's pet. pet. Yeah. Wouldn't it be the sixth from the sixth? Because the aunt's the sixth, because it's the third from the fourth. Oh, but I thought aunt's, I thought cousins, aunt's, uncles were a third house thing. No? That? You may be right. So I, what, what did you say? I, I put them in the third house because I kind of put anybody that's like your family, like that, but not necessarily your like immediate family. I put them in the family. third. Okay, no, like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Wait, but then if it was fourth, so blah, blah, yeah, six, and then and then six from six is what? Eleven. Eleven, Saturn. Hmm. Well, he is pretty There was that square during, yeah. if it was Saturn and Aquarius, then yeah. there's that. that. Could be it. I also, think. like, I just use drive houses for, like, everything. I yeah. I will drive, like, six houses. I'll be like, oh, it's this house from this house from this house from this house. <laughs> this, 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 this. <laughs> It's pretty fun. It's cute. You want to really talk about your mom's daughter's uh, wife's yeah. brother? Okay. <laughs> I can find that person in the start. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. was the last person in that chain? Got to find them first. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> yeah. just work my way around the circle until I land on a sign. It's really fun. It's really fun and cute. Yeah. It's like a puzzle. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Is that Final it? Final thoughts for September? I don't know. I think that's it. I'm glad we get like a nice mellowing out after Leo season was hard. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. This is very much like, um, and I think it makes sense with it being a very, like we've got Mars in a mutable sign. We've got the sun in a mutable sign. You know, we've got like a lot of mutable stuff happening. So it makes sense that this is kind of like a transitionary month. Um, Mm -hmm kind of stepping into the next chapter of what we're going into. Yeah, before she gets sucky again. Yeah. <laughs> before we re-enter the dragon. Ooh. My oh my. What times lie ahead? Oh my gosh, next month we're going to be talking about the sun into Scorpio. Which means we're going to be talking about eclipses. Eclipses. <laughs> Yep, we're coming back. Holy that shit. was fast. That was really fast. That, that was really quick. That was quick. Yep. We'll also be talking about when Mars actually physically stations. Holy shit. That was quick too. That came well. Fun. We did it. We did it. Happy September, everybody. Happy September. Happy spooky. Happy PSL season. That's right. Happy Halloween. What's PSL? Pumpkin Pumpkin Spice Latte. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. Oh, I love September. Pumpkin. I don't know if I. Okay, wait. No, somebody had a pumpkin cold brew cream thing that was like absolutely out of this world. I think, yeah. And it's amazing. It's top tier. Yeah. It, not the latte though. That those are disgusting. No, I think people no, who like those are the, the themed cold brews. They really, they really hit it out of the park. The brown <laughs> sugar cinnamon one they had. Oh, 
every don't get me started every day i bought myself a brown sugar cinnamon cold cold foam cold brew and it was fucking delicious it's amazing it's, it's amazing it's gotten through the sun saturn opposition little brown sugar cinnamon that's the flavor of the sun saturn opposition which actually like brown sugar cinnamon does feel like a very sun saturn like yeah (laughs) love that (sighs) okay well good luck in september (laughs) good luck yes good luck don't fuck it up yelling (laughs) don't fuck it up if you fuck it up, there's you did something. You, you were trying. Something. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not gonna victim blame. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna. <laughs> You're right. Okay. Yay. Okay. Bye. Bye, bye everyone.